Monday, Monday, Monday. Welcome back, ladies and gentlemen. Um, as usual, coming in with a late one on the Monday to cheer you up after your miserable day of work. Um, as I can imagine, Dan, you're probably miserable because it's Monday, or, or how are we feeling? Actually, no, it wasn't too bad. Um, the guy I used to give a lift to to work, he uh, he's in in France at the minute. Okay. So I was able to stay at Sabina's, so I literally had to get up, and she's 10 minutes from work. Oh, that's and much I, I was like, fucking walk through the door five minutes too. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, so it's all right. <laughs> I used to find when I lived close to work, yeah, that even now I get to work better than I used to when I was working close to home. Yeah, oh yeah, because it's like an hour difference. Yeah. I have to either get up at 10 to 4, but when I stay at hers, I get up at fucking 25 past, uh, 20 past 5. Mm, which... Is a fucking luxury nowadays, isn't it? Oh, mate, yeah, seriously. Right, um, so this week's episode is a bit of a different one. It's not really a conspiracy, but I've been watching a lot of documentaries this week on the BT- BTK killer, so I wanted to talk about him. Have you heard much about him? I should do, because I'm quite good with people like that, but I don't, I don't know, it rings a bell. So the BTK killer, BTK stands for Bind, Torture, Kill. Right. Um, he it named himself. This is possibly one of the saddest serial killers that's ever fucking existed. <laughs> what did he give himself up? He gave himself his name. Oh, for fuck. He gave himself his name. Yeah. Oh, okay. Um, he actually sent like hundreds of letters to the police and to the media to try and force this name through because they were calling him different things, and he was like, "Sign it, BTK," and he had like a little abbreviations. Because he was like obsessed with other serial killers, so then he became like a groupie. Yeah, because um, a lot of people did his that. His real name, like, um, Zodiac, did that, and they still yeah. didn't catch him. And then there was that uh, with the Yorkshire uh, Ripper. Mm. It wasn't him. It was someone trying to like piss off the police. It was just some random guy, but he was sending letters to the police as well. Yeah, in that case, they really fucked up in the Yorkshire Ripper case. That geezer was from, he sent in a voice note or a recording yeah. of his voice and he was a Geordie. So they were looking for Geordies and obviously the Yorkshire Ripper is from fucking Yorkshire. Yeah, so really they were looking in the complete up. wrong place. Yeah. Fucking but again, man. like this case, the police are fucking useless. I, I don't <laughs> know what's going on with uh, <laughs> this era like the 70s onwards, like around that era when all the serial killers happened. But it was like the police were just bumpkins walking around, didn't have a clue what the fuck was going on. Like, Dennis Rader got away with killing. He killed 10 people overall and stopped in 1991. He only got caught because he sent a floppy disk to the FBI and he he called up the FBI and said, if I send you a floppy disk, are you going to be able to trace where that comes from? And they said no. (laughs) (laughs) <laughs> so oh, yeah, right. he sent them a floppy disk of like his like memoirs basically and uh they arrested him they tracked it to his fucking local church where he was the minister and arrested him <laughs> what a dickhead <laughs> but yeah he stopped in 1991 he was arrested in 2005 so he was quite a few years where he'd stopped and the only reason that he'd managed to stop killing is because he became a like a dog pound person, picking up dogs for the pound, and he was right. killing he was killing dogs after dogs after dogs, and that was getting his like frustrations out. 
basically. Oh, okay. That need was being met. Yeah. So Dennis Rader, is his real name, he was in Wichita, Kansas. Um, he killed between 1974 and 1991. He used to do this thing. There's a few things based on him. There's a thing, a film called... Right, so there was a film in 2008 called BTK. I haven't seen that. That's it. The Clove Hitch Killer came out a few years ago, mm-hmm. 2018. And that's very similar, talks about this very similar ways of uh, killing people. Because to summarise what how he would do things, obviously he would bind, torture and kill. So he was obsessed with like tying himself up and tying them up. He has loads of pictures of himself. They're all over the internet of him like wearing like a female mask and like hair over it and he's all tied up in a chair with his fucking dick out. Yeah, fucking Jesus mental. Fuck, man. He was like That's, proper sick. Yeah. His first killings he decided his MO was to get into the house earlier in the day and he'd spend hours and hours in the house. Well like going through their shit and that. Yeah, the people wouldn't know that he's in the house so they'd be like carrying on their normal day and he's like in a cupboard the whole time. And then as soon as they go to sleep, he'd, he'd go into action and start killing them one by one. So the first was a family. It was a mum, dad, and a daughter. And he killed the dad first. Then he took the mum away, bind, top, tied her up, tortured her, um, all in front of the daughter. Then took the daughter downstairs and hung her from like the rafter in the um, basement. She was only like yeah. five or six years old, I think. And yeah. then um, when the police found it, they were sickened because there was just like fucking jizz all over the place in the basement it? where he's been like wanking himself off the whole time. It was like proper sick. It's like fucking Itchy the Killer. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> just fucking blasting it everywhere. <laughs> um, but again, he was like, because he was like such a fanboy that he started sending in letters like almost immediately and was like, Comparing himself to um, Son of Sam, uh, of the, the, uh, what's his name? We just spoke about him, the Zodiac, and yeah. stuff like that. He was trying to put himself in the same category, but the police weren't taking him seriously, and neither was the media. So he kept like trying to elevate what he was doing, and then he started sending the pictures in of what he wanted to the people to see but they could never share the pictures with the public because in the 70s it would be very screamish. They are fucking freaky to look at now, let alone yeah, yeah. back then. Um, he also decided that he would move on to kill... Uh, he had a surviving uh, victim who he didn't manage to kill, but then he went back again and then tried to kill her, kill him, sorry. So he didn't have very many male victims. They were mostly females, but the male victim survived. And because he failed the first time, he like decided that he would go back and then he failed a second time. He was like one of the worst serial killers ever. He couldn't kill properly. <laughs> he was too sake. busy wanking off in a fucking cupboard, tied himself up, but to actually he, um, fucking kill someone. <laughs> it reminds me of that scene from um, This Is The End with Danny McBride. Oh yeah, and um, and it's like who, who's been coming in my magazine? And he's like, I come wherever I want. I come on these walls. I come on your sheets. 
That's it sounds like it's fucking ridiculous. <laughs> you couldn't even do that nowadays though. Like as soon as you did anything like that, they'd find you like straight away. One hundred percent, yeah. Especially if you have yeah, a previous yeah. record, like if you've been picked up by the police for even drink driving, all of your fucking uh saliva and everything's on their system. Yeah. Do you know what I mean? So you ain't yeah. getting away with shit. You're not getting away no. with shit. That's why there were so many serial killers back then. Yeah, because it's all the same sort of thing like uh, Richard Ramirez. Like, everyone was so sort of, like, lack. Like, they would leave their windows unlocked. They would leave their doors unlocked. Mm. And people would just walk in. Like, nothing fucking happened. Another show that was loosely based on them. Did you watch The Fall? With um, the guy from... Mm. uh, What's that? Fucking... I know of uh, it, I think. Fifty Shades of Grey. The main guy from Fifty oh, Shades yeah. of Grey. It's him. Yeah, he's yeah. a Northern Irish guy. And he's very similar. He breaks into the house, stays in the house for ages, ties a woman up, tortures her and all that stuff. And he has his way with her. And he does it for hours at the time. The Fall was based on him as well. That's on Netflix. That's a very good show. Yeah, because it's very similar as well to a Red Dragon, like the Hannibal series. Yeah. Where the guy breaks in and ties everyone up and blah, blah, blah. Yeah, I think there was a lot of... He got what he wanted in the end. He got the fame in the end because there's a lot of shows and stuff that are based on him without actually being too on top of him because I think him as a character would be hard to create. Do you know when they did like the Dharma series, I think you'd find it difficult to do with him because he was such a fucking geek. <laughs> I can imagine him, like, if they did one... <laughs> They would have this actor going and he would be like dropping stuff and he'd be like, oh, oh shit. And then he would like fall over. Yeah. Yeah. And then, yeah. Just doing like stupid shit. That's basically what he's like. And he, um, what I, what I really dislike about the BTK killer is obviously he done 30 years from the seventies up to the, uh, early two thousands without getting caught. Jizzing everywhere. Um, he literally is, having a normal life like he's got kids has a Mm -hmm. wife he's like not what you expect when you think of a serial killer you expect like a little weird guy sitting in the basement like fucking masturbating furiously this geezer was like (laughs) (laughs) he was like basically the john wayne gacy he was like living a normal life had was a big part of the church and stuff like that yeah that's how they they remain sort of like like no one's aware because they're they're just carrying on like it's that dissociation between what they're doing and um their life yeah thanks man um a bit different from our normal thing but i i always love a good fucking serial killer like conversation and i think a lot of people do as well and people don't realize how hard it is to get you know a conspiracy every week yeah it's difficult and I ended up down this rabbit hole purely down to looking for a uh, conspiracy documentary yeah. to watch. So we always say, you know, if you've got any that you're interested in, you know, we appreciate any help. And if you send it to two men, um, no hope at gmail.com would, uh, we'd always appreciate it. But, um, I don't think anyone's gonna have a problem with a little conversation about serial killer. I think everyone's got that little twisted, you can, we can throw a conspiracy in there that I always believed in, which is the lead poisoning in the 70s is what led to a lot of these serial killers. Oh, there's, yeah. There's a well, higher yeah. link between lead 
in the water supply and there being knowing uh, him, killers. he was probably fucking eating it, oh, licking mate. it off the walls. You know what he mean? was probably gagging on it while jerking himself <laughs> off. Fucking dirty <laughs> bastard. <laughs> but um, thanks, man. I'll um, I might. I'm obviously everything you obviously say about. It, I'll go watch. So that'd be added to the list as well. Mm. But Definitely I'll um, I'll it. catch you on yeah. I'll catch you on Friday for our, our normal show, a yeah. special one. The special one. Look forward to, yeah. <laughs> so I'll see you then, man. See you then.